Welcome back to Simple Joyful Home, a Come Follow Me podcast with Emily and Alicia. Week after week, they'll draw inspiration from the reading, leaving you with simple and useful tools to strengthen your confidence, your spirit, and your family. Together, you'll transform the study of religion into a real relationship with Christ. Powerful tools and superstar listeners like you means everyone can have a simple, joyful home. Take it away, ladies. Hey guys, it's Emily. Welcome, welcome. It's Alicia. Thanks for joining us, you guys. We're so happy you're here. So this week, the reading is Doctrine and Covenants, section 18 and 19. So today we're going to focus on the revelation that was given to Martin Harris about the debt he had to a printer. We're going to focus on debt and a little bit on why God cares about it, what it is, and where we find it in our lives, because it's not always in the places you expect. Yeah, maybe you're debt-free. I'm going to give you a Financially. Right. But we really have brainstormed these other areas in our life that we may be having some reoccurring debt. And one of the things that we loved about this verse is that it is a verse that is easily a principle of the gospel and also a principle that Christ teaches throughout his life. Um, Because if you think about repentance and what that really is, it's all about releasing yourself from bondage, making the choice to use the atonement. Um, And there's so many areas in our life where this, this line, this scripture, pay the debt thou hast contracted, release thyself from bondage. Debt is anytime we get something, we have an immediate purchase, right? But we have a deferred payment. We're paying out later. Or um, maybe we're just not getting anything immediate from it at all, but we're just paying out over time for something that is just draining us. And that is also a form of debt. Some things that (laughs) cause... (laughs) I just shake my head. Yes. (laughs) As we thought about this, what are some things that cause debt? Like big life events, if you were thinking financially, right? right? Yeah. Um, Like if there's a big medical emergency, if there's... Big sale on Cadbury eggs. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) Um, If there's like a new baby, all of a sudden costs goes up in your home, like you have a lot more expenses to pay for. Like big life events, a death in the family where you have to pay for a funeral, things like that um, are sometimes causes of debt. Other things we can incur debt for are things that we just want. They're not big life events. They're just like Cadbury eggs. No, I don't know. I saw those at the store <laughs> at today. That's why they're on my mind. Steve's mm-hmm. saving me some tonight after this. So okay, right? I'm sorry. She is feeling the love for the Cadbury I eggs. I interrupted you. But that really is the type of thing that draws us into debt sometimes, right? That oh, hyper focus on the thing that we want, yeah. but don't necessarily want to have to wait for. Yes. So we've touched a little bit on our actual physical debt with money and finances, just a little bit. But, you know, when we were talking, Alicia started talking about these different other types of forms of debt that we may occur. And one of the things she mentioned was like, even just yourself, like self-care, you have your like actual physical body. Like, how are you taking care of that? Are you reoccurring debt there? And we brainstormed a couple of ways you could have that. You also have like mental and emotional, your time. family, your time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we also wanted to bring up these other types of ways that we are reoccurring debt in our lives that probably bring a bit of burden in our lives. And how can we 
you know, like the scripture says, release thyself from bondage. Because when we are a reoccurring debt, we do put ourselves in a bondage situation. So when we hear the word bondage, we think, I don't know, it's it's kind of hard to relate a to A ball that. and chain. Yeah, right? I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to relate to that word bondage. But I think if we think of it as times when you felt overdrawn, like emotionally, mentally, physically, your energy has been depleted, mm-hmm. like you have just no energy or no motivation, or like when you have those moments in your life where you feel, I think, apathetic, really, I that where you just have no feeling, I think that's a good sign of bondage as well. Because you're past the point of even like anger and hurt and all of those things. Yeah. That apathy is probably more dangerous than when you feel those things. And so those are all signs, I think, of bondage. And those those signs happen often in our lives. I think of um, times when I have been really consistent with working out and, you know, physically building my body, eating the right foods, taking my vitamins, doing all the things that I know, keep me at an optimal level of performance, right? And things work better. Life works better. And it's not just physically, I feel better and I can go up and down my stairs, but everything runs smoother, right? Like I get up earlier in the morning because I'm not totally drained. And which means it sets off my whole day. It's I get up with my kids on time. I get them breakfast. We're not running late for school. Like there's just a lot of things that that one area of physical care impacts that you don't really realize. And then I think of the times when I'm just not as consistent, even with a simple walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes, like nothing real extreme. I'm not talking about like I'm in the garage lifting my weights for like 45 minutes. I'm talking just the simple things when I stop doing the simple things over time, everything, it it impacts everything in my life. My energy levels. I I just, I'm more, I don't like irritable because I know I'm not taking care of myself. So not only am I feeling the physical draw, right? I'm paying the price taking care of myself physically, but I'm also feeling the burden of the guilt, the burden of the debt I'm creating on my health. And over time, that just, it's its not just the physical impact, it's the mental uh, impact, the emotional impact, like, can I trust myself? I really want to do this. I know I need to do it. You know, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the things we all experience when we are trying to stick with a goal or we're trying to take good care of ourselves and other things seem to get in the way. <laughs> and again, the same things, if you think about financially, the same things that get in the way financially and cause the same causes of debt there are the same. They're very similar things. When you talk about your physical health, it's usually major life events that throw you off track that make it. So you're like, Oh, I haven't walked in like a week because I've been helping with a funeral or I've been, you know, or I've had a baby and that just, well, that's going to take six months, months, right? (laughs) And there's, and it, you just have to be patient with that process, but um, or you're moving or like all of the same things that impact you financially are all are things that will af- or can affect yeah. you physically and your physical health. Even like mental things, you know, can, if you're like finding relief by shopping, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
And also if you're mentally off and you're feeling depressed and it keeps you from exercising, like even mental stuff Mm -hmm. affects either one of those. Yeah. I mean, so we've talked a little bit about our like financial debt. Now we've talked about physical debt and there are so many other areas like time. Time is another crucial one. I think yeah, when where you're lacking priorities and, and other things are taking over, yeah. you're not accomplishing what you want because your time is being spent in other things that aren't your priority. Well, and I think too, like one of the big definitions of debt is that we are paying out over and over and over again, right? We're like with taking a bunch of withdrawals on an account that's not getting anything put back in. And time is one of those accounts. Once you take it out for the day, it's gone. You can't just put it back and go, whoops, just kidding. Refund, right? I'd like a refund for that. That did not go as I planned. (laughs) And I mean, wouldn't that be so sweet? Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) But it's not. And so time is one of those where once you've spent it somewhere, it, it, that mm, time money is gone. You're, you're giving it away when you need it over here and it's putting you in debt. It's putting your relationships in debt. It's putting your, um, your ability to accomplish your goals in debt. And for what it's taking withdrawals on your joy. So as Alicia has been talking, it reminded me last night how I was reflecting over the last few days and how I'd been using my time and hadn't really liked it. Um, mine was probably a little bit too much on my phone. And I even had this moment where everyone was done eating dinner and we sat down and everyone was like different corners of the house and they were playing on different devices or things like, wow, okay, we're really exciting tonight guys. And, and I realized they're just doing what, you know, their mom was doing. And so I decided, and part of my problem was I'd even just start the day, you know, on my phone sometimes. And anyway, I just felt like my boundaries weren't great. So last night I had put my phone in the other room. I wanted to try just waking up without it, not being close, not reaching for it or anything. So I did that. And this morning I got up and I like was able to, I got up earlier than I normally did. And, um, I, I got things started and I've been on this, um, kick of trying to figure out how to make sourdough bread. And so I had spent time the night before getting the starter ready. Like, I mean, it takes like a 24 hour process to do like sourdough bread, but I was able to get it started, get going. I did a load of laundry. I helped (laughs) my child get dressed, which is a big feat because he's very picky about what he wears these days. It was like a 30 minute process anyway. And then I, um, was able to, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go downstairs and do some workout. And so my husband's like, well, I'll come with you. So we ended up doing a workout and I put him through the ringer because I made up this workout and he was like dying. <laughs> and I was like, I feel so awesome because I just made him die. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> well, because usually like they're so stronger. And I was like, yes. Anyway. Well, okay. He had more weight than I did, but anyway. Um, and then I got upstairs, finished my sourdough and I was like cleaning up and I was like, it's like, like 11 o'clock in the morning like holy cow I've done so much there's so much time in the day how do I not have this other time of day on other days of the week and I'm like oh it was a big moment for me to realize like how important boundaries are um so that I am not a slave to this time that's taken so freely and so quickly to my phone or to other things that are just so less important. And the time I was able to have with my family, like 
in little tiny moments were just so more reward, so much more rewarding than they were when I don't do that. And so time is really crazy how you're like, you can never get it back. You really can't. And so we really have to be more intentional about it and we don't have to be perfect about it. The rest of the day was kind of hit and miss. I think I slipped a nap in like, it was like, you know, but for those like first three, four hours of my day, I couldn't believe what I was able to accomplish because I put my priorities differently. I love that you point out that you set boundaries and and you knew what boundaries could create better opportunities for you in the day. Um, And one of the things that I think is so interesting about that is those boundaries, the time was still gone, but that was the only withdrawal, right? I think when we're on our phones, the withdrawals are from multiple categories and not always. I mean, some of you, that's your job and, and you're energized by that. And I mean, that is great. But I think a good measure for that is, is it pulling? Is it draining from multiple categories? The time is gone, but am I also emotionally drained, mentally drained, and physically drained because I haven't moved for an hour? You know, like what what other places is this time withdrawal taking from? And by being with your family, by accomplishing a goal, making sourdough bread that you've worked so hard to do, you were taking time time out of your time bucket, right? You're paying time out, but you were filling your other buckets. You were putting a deposit in your mental, like I accomplished a goal. I did something hard. I worked. I was consistent. I was persistent. Like you're filling, you're not putting deposits. You're actually putting a positive in. Yeah. You're putting deposits in your mental, in your emotional, in your relationship buckets. I mean, that's another place where we can have withdrawals or feel overdrawn is in individual relationships, not just with our spouse, but with individual kids, friends. And so I think that, man, there's so many places where this one principle that God is teaching here apply in our life just throughout. And I, I love it when God teaches us something that we can use in multiple areas of our life. And President Hinckley said this in a talk that he gave in cl- called Climbing Out of Debt. He said, pay off debt as quickly as you can and free yourself from bondage. I am suggesting that the time has come to get our houses in order. Um, and one of the things that I love about that is he says, pay it off as quickly as you can. Like the minute you realize you're making too many withdrawals in one area, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. Like pay it off, like cut, cut it off, <laughs> you know, like yeah. cut off that, that drain on your account, on your life in whatever area it is and do it as quickly as possible. I have a saying that I say in my, in my head a lot of times when I've, I've withdrawn too much during the day and now all of a sudden the things I needed to do are mm-hmm. like right in front of me and, and like the dishes are piled up you know, and I'm a mom. So that, that, yeah, a saying that I always say in my head is the day is not over yet. And love that. And so I don't know how many times I've done a quick load of laundry at nine o'clock at night, or I've, you know, took a second and just done dishes for 20 minutes or I didn't, you know, and I don't, and that's, it's harder. I'm tired. I don't like doing those kind of things at night. I want to just sit down and that's when I should, I want to spend the time doing other things that don't take any energy (laughs) anyway. (laughs) But sometimes you get to that point and I have to remember that it's okay. The day, okay. It didn't go the way I wanted, but the day is not over yet. I love that. It brings a positive, hopeful feel back to 
And I get something mm-hmm. accomplished, even if it's not quite, you know, maybe I'm still in debt by the end of the night and that, and I'm still okay. Cause then I felt like I still was able to do something positive. Cause it's not yeah. just, it's not just not, you know, taking away. It's actually putting something yeah. positive in. It's put filling your bucket. Yeah. It's not just the withdrawals. It's the filling. It's the filling too. So that is awesome. that's just something that's helped me when I do feel like I've, the day has gone array. So I love that. You know, with this whole thing of like the day is not over yet. Uh, this also applies to our spiritual, like feeding our spiritual, right? There will be days where I have not said one prayer mm-hmm. and you go to bed and you're like, man, I didn't say my morning prayers. No one said their breakfast prayer. You know, like it just, mm-hmm. the whole day goes by or I didn't get a chance to read my scriptures. And that thought of like the day is not over yet. It still gives me this opportunity to pray right then or to do something like for my heavenly father and me, this something that feeds my spirit, you know, and that are, we're never too late. It's never too far gone to do something to fill a bucket. And just like when you're paying debt in a financial sense, you, you can't pay it all on its own. You can't pay it all off. I mean, there's a reason why sometimes we're there mm-hmm. and that so much happens by just this tiny little effort each time. Sometimes all it takes is these tiny little efforts that really can make such a big impact. And, and we get better at it when we do it. And then we, when we have that moment of reflection, that reprioritize already in our mind that we want to do better the next day, but that we can still do something about it right now. It's so true. And I, I love that you bring up that the day is not over yet and that there is still something we can do. One of the things we know about financial debt is that one of the great dangers of financial debt is interest and the interest that accompanies it, right? It's not just the debt we have to pay off. Now we have to pay off the extra money. And I think, so that really applies, you think, just to money. But I think when we have other types of life debt, where we're talking about our self-care, we're talking about our physical health, or we're talking about time, I think the interest that accompanies that is the interest we spend focusing in our mind. It is not a financial money tacked on. It is the extra burden, the guilt, the problems, the weight. That is the interest in our life. That is the interest that is happening. And one of the things I love that they say is we often hear that interest is a good servant, but a terrible master. And guilt is a terrible master. But yet when you are filling your bucket Man, interest, the, where you're focused and your mind, it is a beautiful, beautiful servant. It will serve you so well. So as you go throughout this week, look for areas where you are taking withdrawals, where you feel like it's really, man, you're taking a withdrawal of your time or a, a withdrawal of your resources, and it's taking from multiple buckets, and you can see and feel the drain. Find one of those and do a simple exchange. Don't try and overhaul your whole life and like pay off a mountain of debt all at once. Find one area where you can take a small withdrawal and exchange it for a fill. You don't have to change your whole life. You just have to do one exchange this week. And you will, even just that one thing, you will begin to see a difference in your life. And we hope that this helps you get through your week and we hope your interest stays a servant to you and your debts are paid off sooner. I love that. Thank you, Alicia. And thanks guys for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. See you next week.
We hope you feel welcome and a part of our family here at Simple Joyful Home. As we grow, we think of the places you live and the challenges you face. We think of your constant efforts and your kind hearts. We are blessed to have you with us, and we hope every time you join us, you leave feeling a little stronger, a little more hopeful, and a little more prepared to connect with those you love. And remember, if you liked what you hear, please share it with those you think will benefit. Our focus is our families and our home, so we choose to spend time, well, limited time, in social media to ensure we have a well-balanced life. We need your help to reach others who would enjoy learning what we talk about here on Simple Joyful Home. We are grateful for you, and thank you so much for listening. Okay, so this week's reading was... Doctrine and Covenants 17. No, this week's reading is, okay, so let me start over here. <laughs> this is the easy part, Emily. Heavens. Okay. So for this week's reading, it is Doctrine and Covenants section 18 and 19. Just two cute little verses. Or script. <laughs> <laughs> part again. Should we do hi? Let's just start over. Okay. Thanks for being here. That made um, me sing of the song. Welcome, welcome. Sabbath morning. Yep, we're not going to sing for you. you we're moving what? on. But that song reminds me of Seven Brats or Seven Brothers. It does. Yeah, just something about the beat. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> See? It's like the same. Oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, See, no one is even going to know what that is. <laughs> That is one of my favorite shows. Oh, the Empire <gasps> is my favorite. <laughs> I don't know if I you're cold. Or <laughs> <laughs> that is not in the movie. Oh, what, you're being be. cold? Well, they have a cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go.